Welcome to the Script Bits Podcast for Tuesday, 19th May, 2022. Our bit today comes from Psalm 37, verse 7a, which says, Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for Him. Well, friends, Thursday's turned up wet and cloudy, but we can't complain because we've had some good weather for the last few days. And as Job said to his wife so long ago in their terrible tribulation, what shall we receive or accept good at the hand of God? And shall we not receive evil that's accept calamity? And that's taken from Job 2.10. Yes, friends, we've got to learn to accept the bad with the good. And that doesn't come easy. It's a learned situation, born out of patience and long-suffering. And it's especially necessary for this generation who have all the amenities available to them and figure they're entitled to only good times to learn that reality. They need to understand that life isn't one big, long, good time but a series of ups and downs, of fair and foul weather. And moreover, you cannot enjoy the fair weather unless you know the foul. Unfortunately, it's the bad, the trouble in this life that makes us appreciate the good. And Job's life is a good example of that. He would never have appreciated God's goodness as much as he did if trouble had not befallen him. The same goes for us today, my people. All the trouble we are currently going through is helping us to appreciate the Lord's goodness and mercy because we know that he will not allow us to suffer forever. But with every problem, we bring a way of escape or the ability to see the trouble through. And that's why these words of Psalm 37, titled The True State of the Wicked, are so important for us to know, and even more importantly, to put into practice, because it doesn't make any sense to know stuff and not action it. So let's renew our acquaintance with the marvelous advice of Brother David. Let those faithful words find rest in our hearts and souls as we work them successfully into our everyday lives. And he says, fret not thyself because of evildoers. Neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity, for they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. And that comes from Psalm 37 verses 1 to 2. And yes, it does seem like the wicked are prospering despite that promise of God. But please note that like all of God's promises, they will happen in his own time. But happen they will. And if he says that the iniquity workers will be destroyed, then they will be when he's good and ready. So you don't need to worry about them. What you need to be concerned about is your own sense of righteousness, which can be enabled 
by these other promises? Trust in the Lord and do good. So shalt thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. Yes, thou shalt feed on God's faithfulness. Then delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. And he shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light, and thy judgment or justice as the noonday. And that comes from verses 3 to 6. Yes, my brethren, giving our life to the Lord, surrendering our all to him, is how our righteousness and justice is conceived and brought to life. And there's more good advice that makes it even better. But David says, rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices or schemes to pass. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not thyself in any wise to do evil, for it only causes harm. For evildoers shall be cut off or destroyed, but those that wait upon the Lord, they shall inherit the earth. For yet a little while, and the wicked shall not be. Yea, thou shalt diligently consider or look for his place, and it shall not be. But the meek shall inherit the earth, and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. Oh, and all of God's people said a loud and proud, Amen. Because it's the word of the Lord, and his word is truth. And those words come from verses 7 to 11. My people, our God is such a wonderful God. And we ought to love him with all our hearts, minds, bodies, and souls the way he desires of us. And for the many blessings and mercies he bestows on us every single day of our lives, the biggest one being given us the breath of life to see another day on his glorious earth. My fellow saints, life's been laid out so clearly and plainly for us that it's shameful when we don't accept it and live it out. So let's quickly review that layout of life now. First up is, fret not thyself because of evildoers. And yes, sometimes that's not easy to do when you see the wicked prospering. But remember, who is the greatest in the universe? Almighty God. So if he says something, then as a faithful believer, you ought to believe it. And that leads us to trust in the Lord so we can enjoy his faithfulness. And I do like this one, delight thyself in the Lord. For when I do that, he will give me the desires of my heart. Glory be, my brethren. <laughs> and who doesn't want to get the desires of their hearts? Eh? We all do. However, those desires must be in line with God's will for good and not for evil, otherwise no dice. Then when we commit our way unto the Lord, he brings it to pass. 
light and righteousness overtake us like the noonday sun. And this one is possibly the most important and surely the most difficult. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. <laughs> yeah, friends, most of us find it difficult to wait for anything, especially in this now-for-now now society that we currently live in. But waiting on God's immaculate timing is essential if we expect to successfully receive his anointing. And there we have it, the basics of living for God, spelled out so wisely for us even before the coming of Christ. And the only thing Christ has changed is that we must believe in him, accept him as Lord and Savior to get to the Father. So friends, why are we so worried, so anxious, and discombobulated over the circumstances of our lives? Eh? There's no reason whatsoever for it. Because the Lord's promise safety and salvation, and he faithfully keeps his promises. And when we faithfully live for him, then we see such a profusion of blessings that it just boggles our minds. And we have a very good example of that in our Thursday blessings, which the Lord has bestowed on us to help us do his earthly work. So let's declare them right now, now so that we can activate them. All together now, I declare that I am blessed with God's supernatural wisdom and receive clear direction for my life. I declare today that I am blessed with creativity, courage, talent, and abundance. I am blessed with a strong will, self-control, and self-discipline. I am blessed with a great family, good friends, good health, faith, favor, and fulfillment. I am blessed with success, supernatural strength, promotion, and divine protection. I am blessed with a compassionate heart and a positive outlook on life. I declare that any curse or negative word that's ever been spoken over me is broken right now in the name of Jesus. I declare that everything I put my hands to will prosper and succeed. I declare it today and every day. Amen. And friends, having activated those blessings, we are now required to go out and share them with others just as generously as the Lord shared them with us. Much love. And the postscript for today says, Despite the heartaches and troubles you may face, you can never go wrong living for Jesus. And that's the gospel truth, my people. Because living for Jesus is where it's at. Because he's our Lord and Savior, King of Kings and whatever else. The Alpha and Omega, the number one. So if you're living for the number one, how can you ever go wrong? Eh? So please, let's get out there and consider it. And do it. Now let's get out there and live for Jesus like we ask us to do every day. And we pray that in his mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.